0: Guess who's in charge today? Not Mr. Boss. But me. Yep, I get to have fun here. And not only do I get to have fun, I get to have fun all by myself because Mr. Boss is doing real-world stuff outside of the bunker. So at this point someone's got to come in and have a little fun and that would be me. So hopefully we all uh, <sighs> hopefully it won't be painful. You can try this, see what happens. So anyway, so let's get some stuff started first. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in with me and just to let you know, if you are watching us, we are on YouTube, we are on Twitch, we are on Facebook. And if you are listening to this later as a podcast, we are on iHeartRadio, PocketCast, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, DoubleTwist, I think that is, TuneIn, Stitcher, Listen Notes. I think that's all of it, Apple we're everywhere. We're kind of everywhere. So it's one of those things. How's everybody doing today? Um, Just a few thoughts before I get into my normal stuff. Oh, a few other thoughts for house cleaning, as Mr. Boss likes to put it. Let's see. Um, If you're in here, and you want to chit chat, the live chat is open. Feel free to drop in some comments. I'll keep an eye out so that I can chit chat with you as well. If you're watching this later, feel free to drop comments in as well. We do check up on this and we'll get back to you. We do have an email live at the bunker at sci fi for So feel free to send us your thoughts, ideas. We're always looking for new ideas to do for the show. We also have a newsletter. So you can go to our site and click on the newsletter link and sign up for it. Mr. Boston's one out every month and he just sent one out and forgot to put office dog on it, which was kind of disappointing, but it's okay. I'll keep him around. He does good work. And, you know, there's always next month's newsletter for Office Dog. Um, Let me see. Yes. And again, we're on all social media. There's a lot of them. And we're there. So just a couple thoughts before I start going into my rant since it's my show today. I don't know if I should feel bad about this. So I'm listening as I'm working. On my day job, I'm listening to some records that I've gotten because I've been collecting some vinyl. I'm listening to The Who, Greatest Hits, and I've got The Beatles stuck in my head. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? And second thought, completely not related to anything unless you see someone cosplaying as such, Pinball Wizard, The Who, or Elton John. Which would you rather listen to? Random thoughts from Mrs. Boss. But for the next hour-ish, you're going to get some random thoughts about conventions. Now, I know that last week, Mr. Boss had talked about some because we had gotten an email from Wizard World on what they're looking to do with their conventions since they're trying to figure out how to navigate the current world situation of this pandemic. And rightfully so, you've got big companies who put on big shows, whether it's a convention or like what we do with you know genre, science fiction, fantasy, horror, all that stuff, or something like this last weekend, we had the Home and Garden show in town, which is the first major show that they've had here in the Kansas City area since everything started. But anyway, you've got these companies that are doing big shows with lots of people in big spaces, and they're trying to figure out how to still be relevant maintain business, not shut down, but they're having to, as Mr. Boss puts, pivot. And with Wizard World, they're looking to do other things. Cooking. And I forgot what else they put. Now don't get me wrong, cooking shows, those are those are kind of cool. I've I've seen a few of those ones where you walk up and they're doing some type of demonstration for either a food or you know some type of product but anyway they're looking to do this type of stuff virtually for people to do online at home in the comfort of their home and again I you know if it's cooking there's nothing different I guess about it except for the fact that there's a company putting it on behind some type of paywall versus just going to YouTube and watching it for free. Um, there's one that's pretty, you know, the ones where they, like, get drunk and cook. That's kind of interesting and everything. So anyway, you've got these companies. They're trying to figure out what to do. And luckily, something, someone like Wizard World has the ability to make a large pivot into other types of things that society might be interested in doing but you have a lot of these littler groups that don't have that option i mean it's pretty much do or die for them or you know they're they're i mean they're in comic books or into anything that might be you know, genre fantasy horror related. I mean, it's you know, hey, I run a comic book store and I put on this, or I am an accountant during the day, yet I promote and do you know X Y Z for conventions and stuff like that. And over the last year, I mean, we we are at that year mark now. I mean, the fact that last year when everything came through with the pandemic and life shut down as we knew it, you know, Mr. Boss was working the Big 12 tournament here in town, and he's not here now because he's working the Big 12 tournament in town. Except this year, they're not going to be calling it and cutting off, you know, the rest of it. They'll actually be doing it. And when this all started happening, we started putting together a newsletter kind of thing and it was daily at the time where we were going through and talking about our listing all the changes whether oh this isn't going to last so long we may not be able to have our event in April but we're going to push for it in you know June July it's it's not going to last that long it's you know okay we're going to we're going to hold down for 2 weeks and You know, that's going to be enough to help curb whatever this is that's going on coming, you know, from overseas here into the U.S. And I'm not saying it's just the stuff here in the U.S. because our convention list that we do have is worldwide. And so this was happening all over the place. Now, it started overseas first because that's where the virus kicked in First, and then slowly moved its way through Europe and, you know, then overseas here to us so that our stuff started getting cut, you know, broken down or cut down or shut down next. But every day we were putting out a list. These are the reschedules. These are the cancellations. These are the postponements because you've you've got those people who are very optimistic that we're going to have – you know it's just going to be postponed we're not going to cancel and we had a lot of a lot of people using that terminology oh we're postponing it instead of just saying canceling it and so with that it was kind of deceiving a little bit but understandable you know we we figured when it comes down to their contract they have to word their stuff correctly so that they aren't breaking it, costing more money, and all that stuff, which can be frustrating because then you start thinking, do these people really know what they're talking about? Well, unfortunately, legal stuff, yes, they do. So anyway, so we started putting these out, and every day this list just got longer, longer, longer. I think at some point we had over a 1,000 events that had done some type of change. I finally gave up on trying to do any type of Excel sheet for this because it was just a constant adding and changing, recoloring. I get kind of specific when I do these things. And Jason, he rolls his eyes, he pats me on the head and says, I'm doing a good job. (laughs) But now, you know, now that we're coming around, it's been a year We've had these all change, and we have to look at what's going to happen to this. Now, the reason I want to just speak a little on this today is because one of the things I do here at the site for Sci-Fi for Me is the conventions list that we have. Now, with that, I mean, it's one of the largest that we have found on the internet and, or I mean, it's not like I'm actively looking, you know, egotistically largest inner or largest collection of conventions and events and stuff like that. No, it's just every time I've gone looking for any information or to see if there's an event I'm missing, I'm not finding anything that's as large as ours, so I'm going to pop over here for a second to show you guys my baby when it comes to this. So this is our list. You can get to it from our website under the conventions list tab, and that was my bad. I can see what I'm doing here. Okay. So, as you can see here at the very top, we do have our list. Right now, we're at 2,171 events, and this is worldwide. This is everywhere. And at the same time, these aren't just your major events where you can sit there and get, you know, 50,000, 60,000 people. We're also talking about the events that go on that colleges put on. You know, if you've got an anime club or something to that effect, or at the local library if they've got something going on. And a lot of these, you know, they may be one-day events. They may be five-day events. Um, it it really does depend. I, you know, if it's an event, I'm going to put you on here. It doesn't matter. And I've gotten feedback from people like, oh, my Lord, our little event is on your list. That's right. Because, you know, there there's going to be people who might be interested in going and seeing You know, I'm going to be in small town Pennsylvania. What's going on this weekend? Oh, hey, they have this going on for a Comic-Con or something. So, I mean, everybody gets on there. And at the top, we also have a um, calendar that you can click through so that you can see. Now, right now, with the fact that so many of these events are going virtual, we've changed the color coordination on it so we've got science fiction uh fantasy you know your regular comic cons that are sci-fi comic cons whatever that are virtual or live and those are different colors and then um we've got horror we do have those listed on two different uh lists because You know, we don't want to send someone who's not a fan of horror to a horror convention. They may not like it, but those are also listed in two different colors as well so that you know what's going on. And currently, I mean, this is here. We have the list as you go down everything alphabetically. There might be some mistakes because I'm still learning my alphabet. But, um, you know, with these... Right now, you have to scroll through it. We are working on getting a plugin for this uh, for our site so that you can click on, you know, a and it goes to the A's or something to that effect. I'm working on a spreadsheet that we can throw into it that's going to list the name of the event the location of the event and if there's dates it's going to have the event so this is something we're working on you know it's it's my baby's still growing it's it's not quite into its teenage years yet but we're working on it but and all these links here are hot so that you can click on it and it will go to the website for that event um And I am also in the process of going through and making sure that these are all working. So in the process of building the spreadsheet to put into the plugin so that we can make this much easier for any user to use, I'm also double-checking it. And I'm also making sure that the event is still going on. If it hasn't run in a couple years, you know, we've got a little bit of, okay, is this going to come back? Now with the pandemic again, I'm giving a lot of free passes because a lot of people or a lot of events did get shifted. So speaking of those, so now that we have are a year into this and now that life is starting to open up, now just because it's opening up doesn't mean that the average Joe is going to feel comfortable doing this. and But... They these conventions are trying. Um, you know, we, like this last week, we had, was it Jeff Harper on, you know, talking about an event that they're putting on or he's promoting. Um, and again, right now, my theory, and I've I've mentioned this to Mr. Boss, and I know Mr. Boss mentioned this, my theory is that we're going to see a lot more of these littler conventions that are going to open up faster and easier than these large conventions. So the fact that we had, um, like here in Kansas City, Planet Comic Con originally was planning to be next month or this month in March. However, it's been pushed back until the summer because realistically, it wasn't going to be able to, they weren't going to be able to handle such a large, you know, event with what the government is allowing businesses and, you know, events to do at this point. But you go to your local, you know, comic book store who's doing a one-day, you know, maybe this is just something they do once a year and maybe it's one of these conventions that do it monthly on like the first Sunday of the month or something like that. Those have been happening and they are going to continue to happen and I feel like these ones are going to be the ones that we will see more of. And, you know, they have an easier time of, one, rescheduling their events if necessary because they're in smaller locations, kind of like that, you know, the ballrooms at the hotels. And, you know, some of them have the ability to go outside. Um, we've had a few of those that have come through where they've moved the event outside so that they can make sure they've got the proper social distancing happening. You know, lots of fresh air blowing through. We're not all breathing <clears throat> the same air space. And you know, they you know, there's just more control. And you know, one of them was like, hey, if the weather sucks, We'll go next weekend. So, you know, again, flexibility that these large events don't have. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to see how some of these littler events that we have on our list do play out. And, you know, I am, you know, currently watching because even though we're not putting out the school cancellations, as we call it here, list every day like we had been at the beginning, you know, we're doing at least one or two of them a week. And we also have a virtual list that gets put out. And I'll, I'll come back to that here in a few. But what I'm hoping at the same time, and this is, I don't know how they would be able to do it, but I think it would be really neat, special. I, I, I don't know. But, you know, you go to these large events and you get to meet your celebrities, you get to meet your artists, your, you know, authors and all that stuff. And I'm not saying these little events don't get the same, you know, they may not be as large of a name as like William Shatner coming or something to that effect, but it would be fun to see maybe some of these larger names coming to these small little events, you know, just for something, just to to help them out, to give them a little bit of kick. I don't know how it would happen. I don't know the logistics with the contracts and the money and all that stuff. I can just be a fan hoping. And, you know, like I said, since I've got some investment here on making, getting the names of these conventions out there, I'd love to be able to see them have a little bit of what those big ones get, you know, the little underdog coming in. And it's like, oh, you're not going to be able to do this. But hey, you know we're 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 going to manage to get you know this one name or something to that effect, you know. Because imagine, like here we have a little con that started a couple years ago, um, Fountain City Comic Con, and I mean, imagine if Paul Rudd were to randomly show up for something like that. I mean, it would be just like, oh wow, you know, nice guy, and then he's coming for the little people for the little show versus, you know, the big ones. But again, wish list. (laughs) And so anyway, so I I do believe that when it comes to these conventions that these little ones are going to be the ones that build up first. And I think we might see more of those pop up. And we have been seeing some of these pop up. We are getting these larger events that can't do their usual, you know, big footprint type of you know project stuff. And so at this, you know, so we're getting those ones putting out littler events that are a little more manageable on their side, whether it's gonna be live or whether it's going to not and be virtual. Um look at LeBuck. LeBoc. Gotta say it right or I'll get in trouble. Um They're not going to be able to have their normal event, but they're going to start doing a monthly, this is the theme, we're going to be virtual, and we're also going to have a few random live events pop up through the month. So it's good to see that they're kind of spreading out and sharing the name with smaller, more manageable events for people to come and do because... There are a lot of fans out there that are ready to hit the convention scene again. you know i'm I'm in a couple groups on Facebook, and you know they t- they talk about it. it's like we want this. We're you know, we're 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 depressed. I mean, not you know, super depressed, but y- you know what I mean. I mean, conventions are a lifestyle or a way. For of life for them. It's one of those things you go and do. You know, people take their vacations every few months. People go to these conventions every few months so that, you know, because they enjoy it. They enjoy the people. They enjoy the creators that you get to meet there. They enjoy cosplaying every day, something different and spending lots of money and seeing friends that, you know, they haven't seen since the last convention or, You know, oh, we saw you in Chicago, and now we're in Georgia, and hey, how are you doing? It's been, you know, a few months. And they're ready to get back to this. So, you know, it's, I don't know. So, you have these little, are these conventions that are doing the littler conventions, or these little conventions that are happening, and then you've got the virtual conventions, Some are a success, some not so much. Now, I admit, I have not seen any of the smaller convention virtual ones. I've seen what some of the larger ones have put on. We saw what happened with San Diego. We saw what DC did. And we saw Dragon Con. Now, Dragon Con was fun. They had, you know, oh, this is past Dragon Con stuff. This is current Dragon Con stuff. These are commercials from Dragon Con. I mean, it was it was fun because you're just sitting like, okay, what are they going to do next? And we've talked about it here with the channel doing some virtual stuff, working with others to create some type of virtual event. And, you know, hopefully this will happen at some point. You know, it's on our list of things to do, like everything else. But, you know, we've got some stuff in talks. We'll see what happens. So you've, you know, I like I said, I haven't seen too much of what the littler virtual events have been. We've participated in a few. And we've got it where, you know, we're open and people can hop in and talk to us. And, you know, we've talked to some really cool people. And it's it's kind of neat. So, but a lot of these are going virtual. And at this point, like I said earlier in the show, we are at that year mark. And shows have been scheduled for, you know, February, March, April. And yes, with anything that's gone on with a vaccine of some sort has kind of dictated what that calendar we have looks like. If you go back to February, it had been full. And then, you know, once the vaccine was starting to come out and they were starting to play a little bit with the restrictions and stuff, you started seeing those events disappear from the month and move forward and move forward. Now, you do have some that are moving forward to a different time in the year. They're being optimistic. Right now, August, September, October, those months are getting very full where you're having our old weekends where you could have 40 events going on worldwide somewhere. There are some that are going virtual. I mean, we're we're only in March, just turned, you know, came into March and we already had people, you know, getting their events set up for virtual in July, June. You know, just because San Diego said that they were going virtual, they weren't the first ones. There's been other ones who have said the same thing um first. So the virtual event is still very you know, is still a popular idea. and if you you know you look at this weekend, there are several virtual events happening and Maybe one live event. Now, last weekend was kind of an odd one because there were no virtual events. There was a live event, just one, but no virtual events. So that I, I I actually chuckled with that because it's not something you normally have been seeing over the last year. But, you know, each day that I do go and look to put that list together to put out for people to see... You know, it's like, you know, I, I give Jason a card so that he can do a school closings video and I'll sit and tell him this is only halfway through this month that I've gotten and this is everything we have. And, you know, he'll, okay, you know, sit and gives the report and everything. And it's true. I mean, yesterday's note card you know we're talking about a regular index card front and back and i'm only halfway through april just pulling up events are you still relevant are you still going messaging them on facebook hey your website hasn't been updated what are we doing i have you listed for this you know the weekend of xyz are you doing it and, you know, they're, they've they've responded fairly fast, which is nice. Um, and speaking of websites, let's talk websites. Now, this is going to be a slight tangent from just talking about what conventions are happening, but we are still on this convention talk. I completely understand that, you know, maybe whoever is running the convention or promoting it. They may not have, you know, all the tech suave, this is how you do things. And, you know, I learned in school that you do it this way and that way to keep your crowd coming to your website. And, you know, you don't want to overdo it or use too many different fonts or colors, you know. I mean, I, I get it. But, but... But there are some sites, and I am not going to pull any up because I'm not going to sit there and call any of them out specifically. So this is a generalized complaint and a generalized piece of advice. Simplify them a little bit. You don't need to have every single anything on it when you open it up. First, it takes a while to load, so it makes it harder. Second of all, trying to find the information makes it harder. Third of all, make sure the f- one of the first few things you see is A, the name of the event, B, possibly the location of the event, C, the dates of the event. I cannot tell you how many times I have had to scroll and scroll to find the dates for an event that is happening. Oh, and when you put the date, make sure the year is attached to it because sometimes if the year is not attached to it, you're not sure if you're looking at something for 2021 or was it something for 2020 or 2019. I also should not have to pretend I'm going to book a hotel room to find out what weekend has been blocked off for people who are coming to the show. I've had to do that. Click on the link to go to reserve your hotel room. Okay, we've gotten there. We're now at the hotel. What information do we have here? Oh, I got to go click on this to find out what the weekend block is because I don't know if I want to go from Thursday to Monday morning or if I want to come in Friday and maybe leave Sunday. I, me, I mean, I've got the patience for it and I'm hoping that anybody else who is very excited to come to your show has the patience for it. But if you have someone who's maybe teetering, that might stop them from coming because it's just like this is way too much effort. If they can't get that basic information right away. So, name, location, date with the year. Make it obvious. Don't have a lot of different things working off of flash or whatever flashy plug-in programming that they have now for web building, website building. You know, some of it's fine, You know, having the scrolling like, oh, here's this person. He's going to be here for this day, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the next one that's scrolling, you know, that's fine. But if you have too much at once, it stops the site from loading. Don't want that. And, you know, don't have a million different fonts again, because then you're kind of looking all over the place like, wait, what, what, what? Little too much, little too much. Um, I do like that a lot of them have the "this is how you can can contact us" type things. If you've got someone on staff, you know, a volunteer that can do it, try to get the newsletter stuff out because it does make it nice for everybody to get that. Hey, you know, we're not having a convention this year, but we're still stopping in and saying hi because we still exist. Type thing, so. You know, that that's kind of a hit and miss. Um, if you're going to have your social media buttons, make them easy to find on there and make sure that they actually go to it. There have been several where I click on the Facebook link and it just comes back to the website. Doesn't help very much. So, you know, make sure those those clicks actually go to where they're supposed to do. And again, making those a little easier to find, whether you have, you know, something at the very top saying, find us here, you know, something to that effect could be nice for context because a lot of times you have on the side, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, wherever. But those are to be able to share whatever it is you happen to be looking at on web page at that moment it's not a click here and it takes you to the Facebook page so again it's one of those things now since I have been talking about the whole canceling part of it another little piece of advice if you're gonna put out some type of you know newsletter or some type of you know you know, some something that's out there, a statement from the event stating that you are going to be postponing or canceling. Say what dates you originally had planned. Hey guys, this is, you know, you know, XYZ Con here in small town, you know, USA. And we're letting you know that due to the, you know, regulations here in our state, We're not going to be able to have our event on, you know, March 31st through April 1st. So 2021. So we're looking to go ahead, cancel and postpone it or change it to, you know, April 25th through the 26th of 2022. You know, state when it is. Um, And the reason I'm kind of picky on that is because I do keep that calendar up to date. So if I already have you on the calendar somewhere, you know, I want to be able to find it easily and change the date. And I also put in, you know, when I give Jason these cards, you know, I usually put in, you know... Here's XYZ Con in small town USA. Original dates is this. Cancel or here's the new dates. And a lot of times I'm having to go and scroll through the Facebook page looking for old posters or, you know, cards that they have up with the old dates so that I know what I'm looking for and especially trying to find it on the calendar to make sure it changes. Now, usually if an event is changing from, you know, changing to April of 2022, most likely they're already in April of 2021. I just got to go through and look for it myself. It happens. It's okay. But... Just a piece of advice from someone who is going through your stuff pretty thoroughly to make sure that I can get this out to the rest of the world so that they have your information. So, but like I said, a lot of these events, they they, you know, they're changing from now to later. The last part of the year is starting to really book up. And I do wish the best for them. I really do wish the best for him. And, you know, we'll keep following what's going on. We'll keep following up to see, you know, are these events still going on? Are they going virtual? Are they going to just be a smaller event of some sort? And, you know, promote them. And, you know, I, I tell people, you know, and we tell people, anybody, we do have a website or a, not a website. We do have an email which is here. Mr. Boss gave me something to look at. No, not there. Full screens. Ah, here we go. I mean, if you know of anything, uh, for any events, you can send us an email at events at sci-fi for me.com. And that is also the link here for our site so that you can go and look at it. Um, And like I said, we do have that, the, the, or not the emails, but the articles that we do put out and I go on to our Facebook and I cross, you know, post them into the other groups that I'm in that have to do with conventions. And we've had people respond to that. Hey, how do we get in a convention on there? You know, so we do this. Um, this last week we had someone who reached out on one of our links for virtual events like i had mentioned earlier not only do i put the you know cancellations reschedulings and the postponements i also put out one that is strictly virtual events for the year and they had asked how do they get theirs on that list i'm like hey just tell me what it is here and i'll make sure that it gets up on our next update which i do have it ready for when i do release you know post that and um Hey, Miserous in the chat. Good to see you. And it's okay that you're late. The fact that you're here is all that matters. So, hello. Um, No, but I, I do put out a virtual list because there are so many conventions that are going per, uh, virtual. Um, the way I've got that set up is under each month, under what dates they are, and then the links are hot for the convention names and those go to their websites um during our good morning multiverse show that mr when mr boss goes through the school closings for the week and for the virtual events he does list on there is is this virtual list or is this virtual event going to be happening on twitch is it going to be just on youtube is it going to be on Discord, you know, he, he will point you to what platform the event is going to be occurring on. I give the, in the newsletter or the uh, article, I give the website for the event. Now, if their website doesn't work or doesn't have exactly what you should have on it, I will link it to Facebook. Um, A lot of the A lot of the events are pretty decent about keeping their Facebook up to date more than their websites up to date. So it could be their main website page, or it could be the event page itself. And you know, when you go to that, you can click on the name, and it'll take you to their website or their Facebook page. So, um, but I do, I do list those. And I keep that updated as well. So, you know, you can look at that so that you can, you know, plan out, you know, oh, I'm going to be home on this weekend. What event's going to be online that I can do in my pajamas? (laughs) You know, (laughs) Um, so I check back regularly to our website to see what, you know, what, what articles I've put out in regards to, you know, schedule changes or the virtuals. Um, also keep watch on our social media. You know, we when we post up a new article, it does go to our Facebook page. It does go out on Twitter. So if you're not following us there, you can follow us there and, you know, get your updates. Mr. Boss, when those come out, you can usually... Um, pretty much guarantee that if you go over to our web or our YouTube site that our YouTube page that there's going to be some type of school closings list and update that he has put out as well so you know just keep your eyes open and you know like I've mentioned if you know of an event that is changed and it's not listed on there or you're not sure if we've caught it due to the size or something you know reach out to us let us know we're constantly monitoring monitoring our social media and you know we we want to make sure that we get this out to everybody so that you know It may not be the convention schedule that we used to do all the time back in the day, last year or so, (laughs) but at least we have the ability with the internet to still participate in some way, shape, or form in some way with these conventions. And there's a lot of Blood, sweat, and tears that go into putting them together and making them work. And we want to continue to support those people because it's not exactly for money. It's more for the love of what it is that they do and what they get out of it. And the joy on the faces that you get with all the fans that come through, no matter how old they are. You know, whether they come just by themselves, come with their family, they all dress up. I know that when I went to Worldcon years ago, when it was here in Kansas City in 2016, I saw a gentleman that I work with just down the hall from me. And he was cosplaying and I just kind of looked and dropped my jaw because This is the guy who looks like his closet has not moved from 1966. I mean, and it's stuff that maybe my grandfather would have worn. That's what he normally wears. And then you see him here cosplaying at Worldcon. And I'm just like, I have a new respect for you. And now I really like you. So this is, this is why people do what they do when it comes to these conventions. It's, it's the love for it. So anyway, well, we've sat here for, you know, 40 some odd minutes listening to me go through my rants and stuff in regards to conventions. Again, I'm going to throw out that random thought for you to think on before I leave you here of was it bad that I had the Beatles stuck in my head while listening to the who and Elton John or the who pinball wizard. Curious. Um, Let's see. So today you had me tomorrow. We have SB the every fairy who is going to be on here and she's going to be taking calls on here. So I'm going to learn how to do that so that she can give you some questionable advice on life. And you know what? I say roll with it because in reality, with the way that the year has gone, you know, her questionable advice may actually be completely legit. And she's got wings. You can't go wrong with that. Um, We are looking to hopefully have a Tardis sauce this weekend come out for all you Doctor Who fans. And we have on Saturday morning, Good Morning Multiverse, where you can get all the news for all the genres that we do here. And... uh, Again, Mr. Boss will be doing real-world stuff, so he gets to leave the bunker, and you guys get to have me. So come support me. Give me lots of thumbs-ups, or if you're Gary, give me a thumbs-down. I'd be very disappointed if I didn't get that. Um, Hopefully, I won't butcher that show too bad. And it's not so much butchering the show, it's butchering the buttons. (laughs) But you'll have all the news for everything from me and from Mr. Harvey. You'll have all the horror news and I'm hearing a rumor of possible anime news. We'll see what happens. Um, Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening on your way out. Hit that thumbs up button. And if you like what we do here, subscribe to us. And make sure your notifications are turned on so that you know every time that we do have a video come up or if we go live, you get notified for that. We've been seeing and hearing that people are getting unsubscribed, not at their choice. So if you think you are subscribed, you are notified and subscribed and all that, you might want to double check to make sure you still are. and again, you can go check out we have a newsletter and get that every month so that you can get updates on what we are doing here. Um, and yeah, so thank you everybody for stopping in, saying hi, and all that. It's been fun, and we will see you tomorrow at noon. Bye.